Tuesday, October 31st, NBA betting picks edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100x. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $500. Roster brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for player props, parlays, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, the MMA Gambling Podcast just launched their YouTube channel. To celebrate, we're giving away a MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie, Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie for all the details. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Tuesday, October the 31st, currently 11.07 on the East Coast. Here to get into the betting card for the Tuesday action. Only three games on the schedule, but maybe some bigger news to talk about that transpired uh, late last night in the association. I know it's the NFL trade deadline, but uh, we got some NBA trade to talk about here. But joining me here to help me break it all down, I got the superstar of the show, the villain himself. It's Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell, how's it going, my man? Man, I would be so interested in this Clippers team. This was about five Mm, is it 10 years ago now? Uh, I think I'd be interested like 10 2014, years ago. 2014, <laughs> Yeah, about, about five to 10 years ago, I'd be really, really interested. It just feels like this is one of those teams. But, hey, I mean, okay, so maybe my Clippers missed the playoffs and won't hit. Fine. Perf- well, I'm not going to count myself out. I'm not going to count myself out. I've had worse odds, and I've had more stacked against me, and I've had more things go that not go my way than the Clippers trading for James Harden and potentially missing the playoffs. So, wow, I'm not thinking about the ticket. I'm not saying that it's completely dead, but I'm just not thinking about it. I actually have the ticket up in a box in a cabinet, and it says only open in case of emergencies. <laughs> and so we'll see. I'm not going to bash them because this was this was the trade they need to make. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they kept they kept Kawhi and they kept PG. They kept Russ. They just added him in and got rid of some death pieces. And first of all, what draft picks did they trade? What draft <laughs> picks did they have to trade? That's I, a great I, question. What? I, and nobody, everybody, every single outlet keeps saying multiple picks, but nobody tells me what picks. What picks did the Clippers have left to trade? They got rid of everything. <laughs> so, so I just, please, somebody in the chat. YouTube.com slash Sports Gambling Podcast. I mean, not Sports Gambling Podcast. That's the other show. Forget them. YouTube.com slash NBA Gambling Podcast. Please come in the chat and tell me what picks did they give up? Because I have no idea what picks they own. So what I'm seeing here is it says 2026 uh, Clippers first round pick via OKC. And then (laughs) a 2028 Clippers first round draft pick. So I guess they had their own uh, draft pick in the 2028 draft. And then two second round picks, and then one pick swap. So it seems like they don't have any picks left picks till like the twenty thirty season. Picks don't exist. Like, I, asked, but, yeah, I mean, I guess I mean, you said twenty twenty six. I guess that's the closest time. For, what's that? Still three picks. Picks are not real. Picks are not a real thing. They're a figment of your imagination. So if you're just waking up uh, to this uh, news, uh, James Harden officially gets traded from the Philadelphia 76ers to the LA Clippers. Players that are involved, I guess we should start with that. So it's James Harden, PJ Tucker. Uh, they are headed to the Clippers for but Nick Batum. Uh, yeah, Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, KJ Martin, and then also the draft picks that I just mentioned. So um, all the rumors and all the things that we heard about James Harden wanting out uh, for what a second or third, fourth consecutive season uh, seems like uh, comes into fruition. He is now headed to the Los Angeles Clippers, where he wanted to end up. And now you have, like Terrell mentioned, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden. This would be a squad uh, back like a couple years ago, but we'll see what kind of transpires. But I think when we talked about this team, uh, Terrell, on paper, may have been one of the deepest teams as far as surrounding supporting cast members around a healthy Kawhi and Paul George, but not anymore. Now it's a star-studded group with 
the with obviously with Harden, Russ, and uh, KG, <laughs> uh, KG, uh, PG and Kawhi. But does this really move the needle for you? No, it doesn't. It doesn't move the <laughs> me needle either. for me at all. But it, it, it honestly, it on paper it sounds really, really good. It really does, yeah. and it makes you it makes it interesting because you have two former league MVPs, you have a former champion and finals MVP, and mm-hmm. then you have Paul George. And so, <laughs> uh, I like how you said, and you got Paul George. I mean, I mean, he doesn't have anything for me to hype up. I, I, I was trying to think of this bit before we came on the show, and I'm like, dang, how do I hype up Paul George? All star appearance, all stars. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was like, uh, he doesn't have anything. He's just Paul George, and we just know he's good. So, I mean, you got Paul George still. The funniest thing about this trade for me. It's really not this trade, but it's just James Harden as a whole. Mm-hmm. Because one, James Harden has now convinced four teams to trade away their future for him. Yeah. <laughs> four different teams have traded away their future for James Harden in the course of what 11, 12 years, something like that. Yeah. And so the funniest thing is that the first trade, listen to the trade package of the first trade when James Harden got traded from OKC to Houston. Mm-hmm. Two future first round picks that mm-hmm. ultimately became Mitch G- McGarry and Steve Adams. Wow, Mitch McGarry, don't know who that is. Mitch McGarry. The, uh, you got Jeremy Lamb, who was playing decent ball around that time. He was mm-hmm. he was a role player. Yeah. And Kevin Martin. Kevin Martin was in that trade. <laughs> yeah, I remember that was a Rockets trade. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and now, that's <laughs> eleven or twelve years to the day. You have KJ Martin getting traded for James Harden. <laughs> he, he got traded for both Martins. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I how does how how does James Harden consistently convince people to trade away everything for him? And no, PJ Tucker's not in, ignored in this part of the trade. I think he's he's probably the best part of the trade for me, honestly. And because yeah. now it, it somewhat tells me that they're still committed to defense. So I think that'd be interesting. Like I think defensively, they actually kind of match up with some of the teams out west pretty well. But uh, I don't know, man. We'll see, I, man. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think again, Tyler has a, uh, some more things to figure out now with this rotation. I mean, I saw. Arden and Russ try to make it work together here in Houston. Obviously, that really didn't pan out for them uh, because you have, what, at least three different guys that need the ball to be effective. Uh, I know Kawhi can get it done for you on the defensive side. Maybe Paul George there as well, but we know Harden and Russ need the ball in their hands to be effective. But, man, we'll see. I mean, we knew that eventually that Harden was going to get traded. It was a matter of when and not if. Um, But... Enough about the Clippers. What do you think this does for the Sixers? Because this gives them some much added depth. Robert, Robert Covington uh, going back to the Philadelphia 76ers as well. I liked KJ Martin when he was with the Rockets. He, he gave him, you know, some athleticism. Mm-hmm. A guy that can get up and down the court, can play some defense, can jump out of the gym. Um, Nick Batum, another solid defensive guy. So I think defensively, uh, this Sixers team is going to be turned out to be pretty good. But I think the biggest winner in this is all the people that are holding the MIP tickets on Tyrese Maxey because now – He's going to be the full-time starter there for the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah, and so this is where Nick Nurse can really earn his money. Yeah. Because when you think about 2018 and you think about the makeup of the league now and the league then, Nick Nurse got it done with one quote-unquote star there and some potentials. Fred Van Fleet was on the rise at that point. Mm-hmm. Pascal Siakam on the rise at that point. But it really was it was really, really just Kawhi. And ultimately, you know, if you flash back in time, people will be talking and they'll be like, yes, Kawhi and a bunch of other guys. Like, so yeah. that's ultimately what this kind of is. Joel Embiid and a bunch of other guys. Maxi yeah. on the rise. Yeah. He could he could be that guy for him. He really, really could. So Maxi mm-hmm. on the rise. Uh I, man, if Ubre plays like how he did against the Bucks, now I know he just owns the Bucks, and shout out to me for calling it out. He just owns the Bucks, but uh, I mean, he could he could potentially be a really really nice piece for him. Like they have a whole bunch of guys that can really really play well if they lock in. Mm-hmm. But I do kind of wish they had that point guard position more, you know, solidified. That's something that I really would wish they had. But we'll see, man. This could really be Nick Nurse earning his money because. 
um, it's different players, but the idea of the team of having that one superstar player and then a bunch of other role players that know to play their role and will play really well, and maybe you have that one other guy that can take over at moments like a Maxi can, then mm-hmm. they might be able to make a run. I don't know if they'll win a championship, but it, it, it won't be anything different. Yeah, and I think that again, the Sixers can still go make out, uh, go out and make a trade. Um, when we get to the trade deadline, now they have assets um, that they can potentially put together in a package with those draft picks, or whether it's players that you know other teams need. So as far as depth goes, I mean, there's guys, defensive guys, like we mentioned on this roster um, that can help other teams. So again, I think Morey did pretty well for us from a trade standpoint here, um, and they and they, the job got done here. So. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else much to add. I mean, I think we talked about the futures here for both teams. Um, anything else for the trade here, Terrell, that we want to get off your chest? No, no, we can keep it, keep it going. All right. Before we get into the three game schedule here in the association on this Tuesday night, let me tell everyone about underdog fantasy. Underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick up Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100x payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending their first deposit bonus of up to $500. $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky players will win $10,000 each. So watch along, make your picks, and make uh, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy using promo code SGPN. And hang on till the end of the episode. Uh, we'll put together an Underdog entry uh, for the uh, schedule here tonight. And also, the MMA Gambling Podcast is running a contest. Uh, they just launched their YouTube channel. In honor, we're giving away a MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie to one lucky winner. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie to submit your entry today. And make sure to subscribe to the MMA Gambling Podcast on YouTube. All right, Terrell, we only have three games on the schedule here for tonight. Some definitely intriguing matchups for sure. Uh, let's lock into the first one to kick off the night here. We have the New York Knicks. They are in Cleveland to take on the Cavaliers. Currently, as it well, stands, a lot. Stop right. cheating, people. This is stop cheating, people. This is now two and a half. Oh, sorry. Let me let me let me change this. No. Let me change. Yeah. This. Stop giving us too much credit, Moon off. Timeout, timeout. All right, timeout. We got to. He's trying to. He's trying to get. See, this is this is what they do. This is what they do when I come on the show, people. This is what they do. (laughs) They try to give mistaken lines because they're trying to catch me in something. They're trying to get me to admit the Knicks are a good team. They're trying to do it. Two and a half. Two and a half is the current line uh, right now for the New York Knicks visiting the Cleveland Cavaliers. Total is sitting at two thirteen. Two thirteen and a half. All right, let's look at the injury report here for both of these teams. Um, so for the Cleveland, or let me start with the Knicks here because they have a pretty clean injury report. Um, don't even see anything listed for the Knicks. So let's just talk about the Cavs then. So we know Jared Allen is going to be out of this game. He's dealing with a left ankle bone bruise. And also Darius Garland is going to be missing this game as well. He's dealing with a left hamstring strain. Donovan Mitchell is listed as questionable, but I do expect him to play here tonight. Uh, So two of the five starters are missing for the Cleveland Cavaliers in this game against the New York Knicks. And like Terrell just mentioned, this line just went from three and a half to two and a half. Uh, But Terrell, let's start with the side here. What are you thinking? Uh, Two and a half uh, in favor of the New York Knicks. (sighs) Yikes. I mean, it doesn't look good because you, I think what everybody is thinking of and everybody's betting on is what happened in that playoff series. And the Knicks were absolutely dominant in the playoff series where they went and beat this team at five mm-hmm. and neither team scored over 50 points the entire series. So no Garland, no Jared Allen is brutal. Yeah. But I'm still rolling with Cleveland and I think it's more because Cleveland added a lot more on the outside shot for me. And it's just more of a fade of everybody that's probably taking the Knicks here and thinking that the Knicks are a good team. And I don't think they're that good. Like, I really don't. I think the Knicks are okay at best. 
uh, there's a lot of questionable moments that I have watching the games of where I'm like, uh, I see this team trying to break through and be good, but really, really not. And whereas you have Cleveland and Donovan Mitchell, and I think that he's going to actually really give them buckets this game. Like, I think oh, that yeah. Donovan Mitchell is going to give them, I think he's going to do majority, if not all the scoring. I mm-hmm. think that this is an opportunity for Evan Mobley to kind of wake up, like wake up and be that guy. Like, you, all right, Garland's out of the way. You know, Jared Allen's out of the way. You're the only person in the paint. You're going to be getting the touches. They're going to look for you to score. Go out there and score, man. So I think that Mobley and uh, Spider will be able to really dominate a lot of the offensive production in this game with, you know, tossing some Struess in there, able to hit the outside three. He's been big for him early part of this season. Mm-hmm. I still like their defensive intensity. I think that this is still going to be a little bit of a defensive game. I don't expect it to be as low scoring as only scoring 50 points in the playoffs as both teams did every single game, and neither one got above 50 because that playoff series was horrible. <laughs> I'm taking the Knicks here. Not Knicks. I'm taking the Cavs. I'm sorry. They didn't got me all that saying I'm taking the Knicks. I'm taking the Cavs plus two and a half at home. I think it's a good spot for them and looking for some revenge. We had a lot of revenge games early on this season. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking them to get some revenge. Give me plus two and a half of the Cavs. I think they still find a way to get it done, even though they're shorthanded. Yeah, I think that for the Cavs, they just have to make a better effort on the defensive end of the basketball. Um, I know last year they were one of the best, if not uh one of the best, if not the best, defensive rated team last season. And I know so early on, they've only played three games here, and we'll start, we'll, we're still gathering data, right? But their defensive rating right now, as it stands, they're number 23. I'm sorry, number 24 as far as defensive rating goes for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And you mentioned Evan Mobley. You know, he stepped up in a big way in his last game. I think that was without Donovan Mitchell as well against the Pacers. Unfortunately, they lost that game. Uh, but he did have 33 points in that game. He uh, chipped in with 14 yeah. rebounds as well. Um, we'll talk about player props here in a second, but I'm with you, man. I like the Cavs here in this spot. Um, you know, right before we got on, this line was at three and a half. Now it's down at two and a half. So it seems like money is coming in on the Cavs here. I like the bounce back spot you mentioned. I think that Donovan Mitchell will have a huge game here tonight uh, against the New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the spot for them. I think they'll lock in defensively. Um, you already mentioned the total at 214 now it is the number. Still some 213 and a halves out there. It seems like trending towards uh moving up on the total here. Do you have any thoughts on the total? Uh yeah, I'm, I'm still going to the under. I'm still going to the under here. And I I think that it's going to be more of just a little bit of ugly basketball and less opportunities to go different places with the basketball more than it's just to see these two teams really good scoring the ball. I think that, you know, no Garland like that adds into the total. I'm kind of concerned because you're losing the rim protection of Jared Allen. Yeah. But it feels like Mobley should be able to slide into that spot pretty well and still guard the paint pretty well. But uh, no, Jared Allen really is the only thing scaring me off the total. I lean under. I don't think I'm betting it. Yeah, I lean towards the under as well. I just don't trust. Uh, you mentioned that, number one, you don't have one of the tall trees in there, Jared Allen with Evan Mobley, so your defense. You know, it's going to take a slide, obviously, when you're missing a guy like that. Um, and defensively, again, like I mentioned, the Cavs haven't gotten off to a good start here. Um, they've they've given up points. Uh, they have 125 uh, to the uh, Pacers in their last game. Um, the Thunder game, you know, that was a low scoring one, 108, 105. And then against the Nets, they gave up 113, where they squeaked by the victory uh, <clears throat> by Donovan Mitchell hitting that three. So lean towards the under here. I think the player prop market is probably a little more intriguing for us here, Terrell. I know you mentioned Spider, I know you mentioned Evan Mobley, but what are you looking mm-hmm. at, at least for uh, those two guys? Uh, yeah. So, and I seen who was it, Kaysen in the chat talking about Mobley over 12 and a half rebounds. I had looked that way, but it really wasn't much that kind of made me feel pretty solid about that play because Mobley's he struggled in these games and, and to put up pretty big numbers. He has a, a 13 rebound game in the playoffs, but rest of that playoff series, 11, 10, 9, 8. And this is all in 30-plus minutes of action. Yeah. And then you look at what he did in the regular season last year, 7, 7, 10, 7, 12, 9. I know he's been rolling recently, but I think this might be a little opportunity to kind of get down on that under if you're questionable. I'm not going to take the risk, but I don't know if I'm I'm backing over 12 and a half with Evan Mobley today. It, it's all spider for me. I mean, he averages seven assists outside of with Darius Garland out of the lineup, 7.2 assists last season with Darius Garland outside the lineup. And I believe his assist prop tonight is at, do you see that? 
Oh, you're looking for uh, Spider? Yeah, I think six it's and a half, half at half. even money. Yeah, six, six and, and a half. half at even money. I'll take that. He's averaging 34 and, 34 and 7 with Darius Garden out of the lineup. I'll take mm-hmm. both of those as points prop and as assist prop. And just say that Spider carries this team to a win. And he probably needs a double-double to get this team to a win, honestly. Like, it can't just be him. He has to get somebody else going and somebody else adding. And I do think the Cavs somehow win this game. It just This just feels like a Knicks letdown spot. It really does. And so I, I think that Darius Garland actually does get there. So I'm willing to sprinkle on his double-double as well. I think that he's going to be facilitating the ball, trying to get other people going. And then in the second half, he's going to take the game over. Uh, Donovan Mitchell's double-double. Let me see if I can find the price on that. Plus 360. Plus 360. I like that. I like Mobley blocks, though. I do like Mobley blocks. Uh, I think the Knicks see. are going to challenge him on the inside, and he's going to come up big a couple times. Why is he not listed? I don't see him his props anywhere for Evan Mobley. Uh, let's okay. see here. I have. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't see. Yeah, I don't see Mobley props. Let me That's check weird. another. Let's see. Okay, so FanDuel has some here. Um, blocks for Evan Mobley is listed at nothing yet for him. Um, but again, nonetheless, you do expect Mobley to play heavy minutes here tonight. Obviously, um, mm-hmm. you know, with Spider out there as well. I think one guy you mentioned as well that I'm looking at. Um, is Max Struess in this game. We know that he's going to get three-point attempts up. And you take a look at the number of minutes that he's just been playing these first three games for the Cavs, man. 42 minutes against the Pacers. I know that was without Donovan Mitchell, but then 38 against the Thunder, 39 against the Brooklyn Nets. So, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, he, he's getting the minutes. <clears throat> excuse me. He's also getting the three-point shot attempts up as well. He's averaging 11 attempts per game. Um Two games he knocked down uh, four and then seven. <clears throat> he had a bad shooting night against uh, OKC Thunder where he only went two of 11. But he's also been doing pretty decent on the rebounds as well. So uh, he has two games where he's been in double-digit rebounds. He had 11 against the Pacers, 12 against the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Uh, I don't see his props listed yet either, but I was looking either at Max Schuess's three-point shots made or his points and rebounds to go over here tonight because I think that he's going to continue getting the minutes here, especially with the injuries. Uh, with Darius Garland, uh, more in particular, in that backcourt. So I expect him to be out there heavy minutes. Um, I agree with you about Donovan Mitchell. Again, I think that if if Cavs are going to win this game here tonight, you're going to see a big night uh, from Donovan Mitchell. Uh, his points prop is at 30 and a half. So I think that's what kind of the Brooks books are telling you, you know, uh-huh. what they think about Spider here tonight. Uh, anything on the Knicks side for player props here, Terrell? Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I can get behind. I wanted to get I, your I thoughts on Randall. Mitchell Robinson's rebounds, but go ahead. I was going, I was going to go Randall. I was thinking Randall rebounds. It just, it the Knicks are going to dominate the glass. It feels like that's how this is going to turn out. Yeah, and it's just like take your pick between which of Julius Randall and Mitchell Robinson is it going to be, and I. I would say Randall, but okay. I, I'm not opposed to Robinson. I'm not opposed to Robinson. I actually think both of them can cash this prop. It just Evan Mobley is not enough to get it done on his own. Yeah, hundred percent. So I was looking at uh, Mitchell Robinson rebounds. He's had uh, back-to-back games of 13 rebounds against the Hawks, uh-huh. and he had 15 uh, against the um, New Orleans Pelicans. But the thing about um, Mitchell Robinson is that he really gets it done on the offensive glass. So against the Pelicans, 10 of his 15 rebounds or offensive rebounds, and then six of his 13 rebounds against the Hawks were offensive rebounds as well. So his numbers are currently sitting at nine and a half. I don't hate the over on that for Mitchell Robinson. Um, I'm waiting for Julia, uh, not Julius, um, Jalen Brunson to get it going here, man. I think that uh, so his double double is at 12 to one. Yeah, let's see. Like what? That's insane. I remember we were getting Jalen Brunson double double at six to one last year for the majority of the season. It's twelve to one. Do they really not think he's doing anything else? I think he's just gone off so slow. I mean, not slow. Yeah, slow start. I guess dishing the basketball. He's still averaging five point three assists, six uh, against Boston, and then five each in the last two games against the Hawks and Pelicans. Uh, he's definitely jacking up the three point shot. I'll tell you that much. Averaging eight point three attempts per game. He's also getting the field goals up as well, eighteen point seven through the first three games here as well. Do you see a points prop for him? Yeah, I got uh, Jalen Brunson listed at twenty one and a half. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I don't, I don't hate that uh, for Jalen Brunson, but yeah, I'm waiting for him to kind of come around um, for the New York Knicks. All right, do you have anything else for this game? 
No, I'm good. All right, let's get over to the next game of the night. We have the San Antonio Spurs. They are in Phoenix to take on the Suns. Uh, let me check the updated line here. It is still sitting at seven and a half in favor of the home team, the Phoenix Suns. The total has dipped down to one point to 225 uh, in this game. It was at 226. Looking at the injury report for these teams uh, for the San Antonio Spurs, pretty clean injury report. Uh, the guys that are out are either on assignment or two-way deals. Um, with the G League for the Phoenix Suns, Bradley Beal is officially out for this game. Devin Booker is listed as doubtful with a left ankle sprain. And Damian Lee is uh, continuing to recover from a right meniscus surgery uh, for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Suns, thus far this season, sitting with a 2-1 and one record. Their one loss did come against... Uh, it, it was on the road. Remember that it was against yeah the Lakers where they uh-huh. absolutely just did, did not show up in that fourth quarter, but they've taken care of business opening night against the Warriors and then their last game against the Utah Jazz. Now they bring in a San Antonio team with obviously Victor Winbinyama. Um, they're sitting with a record of one and two so far this season, but Terrell seven and a half in favor of the Phoenix Suns here. What do you think about the spread? The San Antonio still sub. Uh, I mean, their only victory came against the Rockets in overtime, and they've been. That was an ugly. That was an ugly like game. That was a really yeah. ugly game. I was on Spurs money line. I had it in a parlay, and I, from and it was multiple different times where I thought that that, that slip was screwed and that the Rockets were going to win that game, and I was going to be wrong on the Rockets. I don't think the Spurs are that good. They got ran out of the gym against the Clippers. Yeah, defensively, this team is not good. Yeah, definitely not that good defensively. It, I think this is a spot where they want us to – I think they're kind of tempting us to bet San Antonio. I did see this line dip down half a point, mm-hmm. and I see money coming in on San Antonio. But I think they're just getting behind the Wimbenyama. I think they're just getting behind Wimbenyama on his team. But, like, he doesn't – there's not too many players that come into a team and just make a team good. And it seems bad last year. Mm-hmm. And they're proving to be bad this year. And yeah. I'm I'm going to Suns. I'm like okay. I'm, I'm going chalk. Where's where's right. my chalk? Where's my chalk drop? Because uh, why 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 is this only why is this not double digits? Really, is Wimbledon the only thing not making this double digits? Even maybe if you know Booker was playing and Beal was playing, it's clearly way above double digits. But even still, oh, yeah. now this first seems pretty bad. Like, mm, where's the drop? I don't know how you can back this first team. I, I was going back and forth on the spread in this game because I feel like it's. I'm having trouble trying to figure out who outside of Kevin Durant is going to step up for this team scoring the basketball. I know. I mean, that, they, they got some dogs that. They don't. You don't need a star to step up against the Spurs team. Like we've seen, we've seen the Rockets do pretty fair, pretty well. They scored yeah. 120 plus points. Like you don't need a star. So Josh Kogi could really come up big. He's been playing big earlier on in the season and stepping up. You could have, you know, it's been old Nurk. man Eric Gordon for them. <laughs> yeah, like you Nurk on the inside could come up with some offensive rebounds and you know be a pretty nice spark and really challenge Wembenyama, like. That's what I think. I think Nurk's going to have a pretty good game. But that's yeah. how I've kind of been eyeing it. But, man, okay. I, yeah, I, it hurts because one of my favorite players plays for the Spurs. But I, I can't back the Spurs team. They suck, man. I'm going to lean with the Spurs here, man. I feel like there's – I like the depth on the team for the for the Spurs. I mean, we talk about the Devin Vassells of the world, the Keldon Johnsons. Uh, Those are starters. Jones. Yeah, Trey Jones as well coming off of the bench for them. I think that's like been key as well. Um, I know Victor Winbinyam. I think the first game against Dallas, he was in foul trouble. Um, may, you know, maybe still. I mean, we've seen flashes. He might be in foul trouble. He might be in foul trouble tonight. Yeah, I mean, if he's if he's guarding Durant, he's definitely going to get into foul trouble here. I was about um, to say, yo, he's definitely he's fouling Durant on a couple of jump shots, like for yeah. sure. For sure, you can book that. Take it to the bank. Ask your bookie for a line. Victor Wembanyama fouls Durant on a jump shot because his arms are too freaking long, and Durant forces him to reach in. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, Malachi Braun coming off of the bench for them as well. I mean, I, I'm a, I, I'm a well, slow down, Casey. Slow down, Casey. We ain't get there yet. We ain't get there yet. Bro. Slow it down. Slow down in the chat. The chat wants to just speed through the process. Hey, uh, sometimes you got to take it slow. Sometimes you got to take it slow. Be real gentle. We ain't got there yet. Yes, we got time, man. You guys, Kason was the one yesterday saying that he loves long pods because me and uh, me and Scott yesterday almost went like, uh, well, I think 100 and no, I think we went like 85 minutes yesterday for the 11 games. Um, I'll leave with the Spurs here. You have anything on the total that you like at 225? Just dip down a point. Uh, not really. I'm still I'm still not feeling any totals this season yet. I kind of want some more data and kind of get a feel for yeah. who these teams are offensively and defensively. You know, teams can turn on and off each given night. So I'm I'm not on any totals too too much these days. But I I just feel like I got to go over with the Suns. I don't think I would ever really be interested in an under with the Suns. I think a first half over may be in play. Um, I, I think offensively the Spurs are good, but Suns defensively have been really good as well. I know, I don't know. Again, they play the Warriors, they play the Lakers. Um, those are two obviously better than average offensive teams for sure. Um, and they held the Jazz to 104 points uh, as well. So, but I, I think they really clamped down the second half. So I think if we look at a total, it'll probably be first half over for me. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get over to the player prop market here, uh, Terrell. Um, where do you want to start? What do you like for this game as far as player props? Oh, you know where I'm starting. I mean, it's been a year and a half, maybe two years of just blindly, blindly. doesn't matter who he goes against. Just blindly taking Devin Vassell points overs, man. Oh, man. <laughs> when, <laughs> I tweeted out before the season that Devin, that if Wimbenyama broke Devin Vassell, I would be heartbroken. And he didn't break him because Devin Vassell had 23 the first game, 25 the second game. He probably would have had another 20 piece if they didn't get blown out by the freaking Clippers, which they might get blown out today. So slightly concerned for a blowout. But I'm still rolling with Devin Vassell here. Oh, man, they, they, they're they not setting his points prop high enough. And it's probably just because he's not getting the respect and the women Yama aspect. Probably have a little bit of the Kelvin Johnson aspect in there as mm-hmm. well. But. Looking at what his points prop is now, you can get him everywhere around the league at 17 and a half. Come on, people. Come on. Like, come on. We are going to absolutely destroy them with Devin Vassell until they give him the respect that he deserves as one of the top players. I need to go quickly find myself a Devin Vassell most improved ticket. I'm going to go do that today. Somebody's going to give me a line on that. Just stop disrespecting my guy. He's back healthy. He's reclaimed his role as the number one player on his team. Devin Vassell, over 17 and a half, 20 plus 190, 25 plus 490. They won't won't give me any more than that, unfortunately. I see a 35 to 1 for his um, MIP award market for Devin Vassell. Um, Down on yeah, that. I mean, I mean he's, he's he's great, man. He's great. It's just when Miyama is, is stealing the shine. He's stealing the shine. We know who the alpha of this team is, and it's Devin Vassell. Uh, yeah, I mean, you mentioned like Vassell's getting the minutes for sure. I mean, the first two games in games that weren't blowouts 35 minutes, 40 minutes, he got up 17 shots and then 13 shots in that game. Uh, been very efficient from the floor as well. Shooting at 55% from the floor. 65.3 true shooting percentage for Devin Vassell. And like you, uh, Terrell already mentioned, the numbers that he has scored um, thus far this season as well. So, yeah, I definitely do like that look as well. Casey mentioned it. The one I was looking at is going to be um, Nurk on the boards here. Uh, that number is currently at nine and a half uh, for Yusuf Nurkic. And you take a look at what centers have done against the San Antonio Spurs this season. Um, trying to pull up those numbers here quickly uh filter this down to this year so um shangun in the game against the rockets had 14 rebounds in that game Derek lively in their opening game had 10 rebounds and that was a game where he was coming off of the bench but jason kidd started him in the second half in place of maxi kleba he finished that game with 16 points and 10 rebounds um for the dallas mavericks uh ivan zubak in uh, about 23 minutes had eight rebounds as well Mason Plumlee coming off the bench for the Clippers, 21 minutes, had six rebounds. So 
Uh, I, I really like Yusuf Nurkic to get over his rebounds. I think he's been, <laughs> I think one game he was in double digits uh, rebounding this season already. Uh, so he had 14 against the Warriors. He had nine against the Lakers. And that was a game I think he had like seven or eight in like in the first half and he got one more rebound in the second half. And then he had seven uh, against the Utah Jazz in just 23 minutes. So uh, that's where I'm looking at as far as rebounding prop in this game. Anything else you do like? I think we got Eric Gordon as well, man, on his points. I think I still do like Wimbyama defensive stats. I mean, it's yeah. just so hard for him not to, to turn up with a steal or block. Like, he he accidentally walks into them at this point. I mean, one and a half – and they, they've already kind of adjusted the line. One and a half steals is plus 120. One and a half blocks is minus 165. I think maybe the steals and blocks combo for Wimby is maybe where I want to go. Three that's half. three and a half at plus 105. Like, that's yeah. still – but it's like he he turns up with it. Like he turns up and ends up getting, you know, the plays. Like every I keep mm-hmm. sitting there looking at the game, not betting it. And then I'll look up and he'll have like it was one play. He had two blocks in one possession for the Rockets. Against yeah. the Rockets. Against Jabari Smith. He had two blocks in one possession. I'm like, dang. If he didn't cast a prop by that point, he cashed it right there. So he had six steals and blocks combined in that game against the Rockets. Two and one in the Dallas game, and then he had one and one in the uh, Clippers game. Mm-hmm. But that won't not much playing time because they were getting killed. I don't know how you sit a young team <laughs> while they're getting killed early in the season. Just give them the minutes they need them. Yeah. Um, he's he's a tough cookie to crack. He's a tough cookie to crack. Yeah, again, I think we go back to the first game against Dallas, right? That was a game where I was on his uh, steals and blocks. It got to the window because they pressed it at two and a half. But that was a game that he was a majority of that game in foul trouble uh, for the uh, San Antonio Spurs. Like you mentioned, guy done against the Rockets. And then it was a blowout uh, with the Clippers. So, again, no reason to be out there. But he still logged one steal and one block uh, for the – for the Spurs against the Clippers. So do like that. Also, if you want to take a look at his turnovers, that's also at three and a half at minus one Oh five. He's had at least four turnovers uh, in, in all every games. game. Yeah. yeah. In every and game, then, man, these five. turnovers are crazy. Five, yeah. five, four and five. Yeah. A hundred percent. Makes sense too. Okay. So I like those. Uh, there are a couple as well. Anything else for this game? No, I really like that turnover prop. I'm mad net to the card. Yeah, I really do like that as well. Uh, all right, before we get over to the last game of the night, let me tell everyone about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, a sports betting analytics platform for player props, parlays, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. And NBA fans, the wait is officially over. Basketball is back and DraftKings Sportsbook, an online sports betting partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant dub. And with DraftKings parlays, everyone's got a chance at even bigger basketball wins. String together multiple bets from the same game or build your parlay across multiple games for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Basketball is more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now or you and use promo code SGP. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5 only on DraftKings Sportsbook. With code SGP, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please pay responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resorts, Kansas. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. 
Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, Terrell, let's get to the last game of the night. It's going to be the Orlando Magic, who are on a back-to-back in L.A. to take on the new-look Clippers. Uh, Currently, as it stands, the let me get the updated line here because it was 6.5, and and it's still sitting at 6.5 for this game. Total has slightly adjusted. That is now up to 221 in this game of between these two squads. Surprising to see that total go up. Uh, Looking at the injury report for both of these teams, nothing yet for the Orlando Magic because they did play last night in LA against the Lakers. Uh, For the Clippers, uh, Terrence Mann is out with a left ankle sprain. uh, And we know about the guys that were traded that won't be available. Robert Covington, KJ Martin, um, Nick Batum. And then Norman Powell and Ivad Zubac are both questionable here tonight. Uh, Powell is dealing with left foot soreness, and then Zubac is dealing with a right thigh contusion. So Clipper is definitely going to be a little thin in this game against the Orlando Magic. And like I mentioned, Orlando Magic lose last night to the L.A. uh, Lakers uh, by the score of, I believe it was 103-106, if I'm not mistaken. uh, They're elite the majority of that game, too. Yeah, they just pretty much coughed it up uh, again. And another come from behind victory for the L.A. Lakers uh, last night. So minus six and a half in favor of the Clippers here. Terrell, what are you thinking about this game? Oh, this is easy. (laughs) This is easy. This is easy. What? We are playing Orlando. You're telling me a Clippers team that's already hurt. And everybody that wasn't hurt just went to Philly and they're on a plane heading out. I mean, it's a back to back. Yes. It's a back to back. And you have Orlando who was six and seven ATS on a back to back last year. I got to do a little bit more digging to see the situations. I'll probably have that a little bit later and I'll tweet that out, but this is a young team. I'm not concerned about the back to back It's the beginning of the season. They're healthy. Whereas you have this Clippers team that just traded everybody that was healthy and they're gone out the door. I mean, really, who's who's expected to play in this game for the Clippers? Like, I, I have to go through the roster and just kind of look and see, like, who was getting minutes that's still going to be here and be able to produce pretty well. So, obviously, Kawhi Let's and Paul George. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you have the starters. I get what you're saying with the starters. But I get what – so you lose Batum. Mm-hmm. Who all was in the trade? You lost KJ Martin. KJ Martin, Robert Covington. Okay, so those guys weren't playing that much. So it looks like it's going to be some rotation. Well, Robert Covington was started, so they're probably going to move what? You're going to see both Mason Plumley like thirty minutes playing. Norman tonight. Powell, yeah, Norman Powell. Like Norman Powell's going in the starting lineup. So and he's questionable tonight. <laughs> so coming off the bench, you have Bones Highland and Mason Plumley. Yeah. I was looking for Bowden Highland's problem. We'll get to that in a minute, but I think he's going to play like 30-plus minutes tonight. Yeah, I would get behind a, I would get behind a Bones Highland props as well. Give me the magic to keep this close. Keep it close. Oh, yeah. They might yeah. even get a win. They might even get a win against this Clippers team. I'm not saying this Clippers. Like, this is just a really bad spot for a team that just traded so many people. <laughs> All these questionables, and you have no idea. I say let's just get down on the magic now. And mm-hmm. if all these people play and they lose, you know what? It is what it is. I'll chop my hand up. Bad read. But I feel like we're getting to a point where they could completely punt this game. Like the Clippers could completely punt this game. Well, let's also not forget, Terrell. Let, let, let's look at who the Clippers are playing tomorrow night. Uh-oh. <laughs> who, do, who is the look ahead? Who is the look ahead? Suspense. What? No. No. That is not the look ahead. Oh, yeah, it is all day tomorrow night. Oh, this is an easy, this is an easy magic money line spot. They this got the Lakers tomorrow. Spot. Yes, they're completely looking ahead to the, to the Lakers, trying to figure out who's going to actually play in that game, how they're going to. Yes, they're, oh, they're looking past. Give me 
Orlando Magic on the money line. Orlando probably winning in half. I'm going to take that because I'm concerned about them closing games out. This team is still talented, still young. I think Jamal Mosley is still a pretty decent head coach. And, like, we saw a lot of good things go well for them against the the Lakers where Paulo Bancaro didn't really have a good game. You know, he was 4 for 14. They still find ways, found ways to get it done. Uh, Franz Wagner had a pretty solid game. You would have liked to see him be a little bit more efficient, but he added 16 points. Like, nobody was in the 20-point mark for this team. You had a whole bunch of people in double figures, and that just kind of shows that this team that, hey, they just keep getting the ball around and figuring out different different combinations to put points on the board. So I think defensively they're playing a lot better this year, and he's yeah. got them a little bit more locked in defensively. And I think that this could be the game where an offensive player steps rises to the crop, and it's probably going to be Paolo Bancaro. Yeah, give me the magic to get it done. I like the magic here too as well, man. I mean, like, like I said, I, uh, the look ahead spot, number one. And again, it's not a big travel situation for Orlando. It's a zero like, traffic. Yeah, it's there's no, no travel. travel. They're just playing the same <laughs> no gym travel. the next night. Yeah. yeah, like they're just coming back and playing another game, man. And these yeah, guys, I'm, like the average age on this team has got to be like 21. So, yeah, yeah, man, um, I'm all over it. So I like I, I like the magic here as well. I like the magic in the first half here as well. They've uh, come out in their three games and they've been up at the half by a minimum. I think it's been either four or five points when I looked at it, but um, they've been coming out hot defensively. Like you mentioned it, Terrell. I think the number one offensive rated, uh, sorry, defensive rated team um, this season here. Let me see if I can uh, find that again. I know I think they're number one because when I was uh, handicapping this game last night. Yeah, so. Orlando, number one defensive rated team, 99.7. Clippers are number five, top five as well. So um, like the the Magic full game, like Magic first half to cover the spreads as well. Again, like Terrell said, mention uh, uh, sprinkle on that money line as well for the Orlando Magic. Um, getting over to the total here, it went up from 219 to 221. Still have some money coming in on the over in this game here, Terrell. But any thoughts on the total? I'm not sure you're not missing a lot of totals, but do you have any thoughts there? Hey, yeah, I, I, I'm still going to go under. I think Magic have been playing yeah. a little bit better defense these days. And, you know, the Clippers can kind of lock in. You feels like defensively is where they need to lock in in this game with the short, short-staffed. Only concern is that, you know, the starters aren't going to play a bunch of minutes, but I just can't see him overly taxing Kawhi or Paul George in this game. Like, that's how I think that, you know, you're going to get a lot of Norman Powell and Bones Highland minutes. And yeah. that rotation, like, I think the Magic can just, I think the Magic can take advantage. I really do. Yeah, 100%. I like the under in this game here as well. Both teams are top five at defensive rated, at least through the th- first three games of the regular season. Uh, player props, the only one, like I mentioned, I was looking for is going to be Bones Highland, but I think we're going to be waiting until we find out about the availability of some of the other players for the Mad, uh, sorry, for the Clippers, um, because I only see Kawhi and Kawhi right now as far as player props for the Clippers. But anything as far as player props in this game here for you? Yeah, I think Paolo Mancaro has a bounce back night. I think this is a bounce back night for him. Play bad against the Lakers, play good against the Clippers. Uh, Kaysen talking about his points prop at 16 and a half. I do think that's going to be probably, you know, I agree with him. That's probably going to be the lowest it is this season. Yeah. And he's just too good. He he really challenges this team inside the paint. And if there is no Zubat or there's they're missing one of Zubat or maybe it's Plumley, like they just they lost a lot of size in that trade. So I think that Paolo Mancaro yeah. can take advantage. Yeah, I mean, he's gone off to a slow start here. Um, 5-12 against Portland and then 4-14 against the Lakers last night. So we know that he's definitely going to bounce back, Carl Pancaro. Um, yeah, I didn't have much for props in this game. Again, like I mentioned, I'll be on Bones Island props when that does drop, drop probably closer to game time um, when we find out the availability for a lot of these uh, players for the Clippers. Uh, all right, Terrell, let's get into our lock and dog, and then we'll also do an underdog entry here before we get out of here. Um, you want to lead us off with your lock and dog? Yeah, I can. For my lock, wow, that line just went down again in that Suns game. Man, maybe I'm on the wrong side there. Yeah, it's huh. not just six and a half now, yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of brutal. For my lock, I'm going to a prop. Demisel, over 17 and a half. Stop disrespecting my guy. Stop disrespecting my guy. He's going to get to 20. He's going to be a 20-point 20, a 20 per game scorer this year. That is the prediction. Demisel, easy 20-point per game scorer. There's going to be lines where we're going to be getting this prop at 20 and a half for majority of the season. So I'm taking 17 and a half here. Absolutely. Devin Vassell, that's my lot. For my dog, come on, guys. So easy. 
I mean, I, I'm really just debating them if I want to do the full game or first half. I'm probably going to take both. But I'm going to just trust them for the full game because this Clippers team just finds ways. And it, it, eh, you know what? No, Magic's still young. Give me the first half. Orlando Magic, first half, plus 165. Yeah, that was going to be my dog uh, for the, uh, the, uh, the Magic in the first half. On the money line, you I know what? They, I'll let you have it because I don't want a double dog. That's that's give me yeah, it doesn't game. doesn't plus work out. Plus two fifty, yeah, plus two fifty. Okay, all right. So I'll take for uh for my dog the magic in the first half money line, and then for my lock, um, even the Cavs, man, plus two and a half. That number I know we're getting a bad number now. Is at three and a half, but I think they find a way to get it done here at home. Defense, I think, steps up here tonight. Donovan Mitchell should have a big game. Expecting Mobley to have a big game as well. Looking for Max Uh Schuess to contribute as well. So I'll take the Cavs plus two and a half as a home dog uh, against the New York Knicks uh, in this game. Uh, Before we get out of here, Terrell, let's put together a underdog entry. I think me and Scott went two of three yesterday. Uh, I think I was the one that found the lone loser in the... I think it was MPJ over on his rebounds. He just had a clunker of a night last night. But uh, you mentioned Devin Vassell. We want to throw that in there? Yep, 100%. Okay, higher on Devin Vassell. I'm trying to try to find. Let's, let's go Spider's points. Okay, let's do Four points and assists, something like that. Let's see. Uh, so 30 and a half points and then points and assists is at 37 and a half. Hmm. What do you think? I think points, man. All right, let's roll it. All right, and then I'll throw in what was what we talked about it. Win Win Yama if they have his turnovers. Win Ben. Okay, I guess they don't have uh, Victor. Oh yeah, they do. Um, not nah, damn it, they don't have it. Oh uh, God, did they have Struce up? No. Oh Nurk, I liked his rebounds. Yeah, uh, Nurkic rebounds. Yeah, nine and a half. All right, there we go. So, underdog entry higher on Devin Vassell, point seventeen and a half. Donovan Mitchell higher thirty and a half, and then Yusuf Nurkic higher nine and a half rebounds for our underdog entry here for tonight. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast. Terrell, anything else we want to mention, my man? Before we get out of here, no, man. Just make sure you you check us out for the forty one people in the stream. Like the video on your way out. For the people that come in after the stream, like the video on your way out. And for everybody, all the people listening to us through your earways, leave us a five-star rating and review. It could be bad, but just leave five stars. Yeah, leave that five-star. Just make sure. And if you want to bash us, go ahead and just bash us in the comments for sure. Yeah. But like Terrell said, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel here. Leave us a rating and review as well. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow for the Wednesday games. We'll be Terrell and Scott tomorrow. Same time as usual, so tune us Tune in with us then. Make sure to follow Terrell on uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter or X, wherever you may want to call it, at reallyrail underscore underscore. You can follow me on Twitter, X, at sportsnerd824. More importantly, follow the NBA Gambling Podcast, Twitter slash X account at SGP and NBA. All right, good luck with your bets here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to. 